Hey guys, welcome to episode six of That Is Business Bitches. I'm Nathan from Nathan Lashes and I'm joined with the absolutely evil. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joined by the absolutely evil. Oh, sorry, Chloe from the Strive Society, the evil, infamous queen. I can't remember what else she called me last episode, queen. (laughs) um and yeah welcome to episode six so quick disclaimer this episode is going to be a little bit different to our usual episodes and we are going to be covering the topic of anxiety Mm -hmm. i've got (laughs) (laughs) i've got anxiety i know you've got anxiety (laughs) yeah we do um and we just want to film this episode i mean all of previous episodes have been very like cheeky and funny and stuff and we just want to do something what can actually help people but also help ourselves as well yeah we've always said that this podcast is like a bit like a therapy session for us um um, i mean we love talking about our anxiety daily um (laughs) but i think sometimes it's just nice to know that other people that like you might admire or like aspire to be like or be in a similar situation as like also deals with like anxiety in a very real way like I really like to seek validation with my own anxiety by knowing that other people in a similar line of work to me and like a similar person to me have it so I guess that's why we're filming it so I might not laugh as much in this episode and we might cry we might do (laughs) we are are very open and honest aren't we and like we I think we're like that as people but then also translate that to our business like Mm. I am very uh, open and honest and anything what goes wrong in my business I always post about it and like not everything is like perfect like most of the stuff on Instagram is um and we are bringing that to our podcast so just a quick heads up you might end up crying. <laughs> <laughs> you might feel like you've just paid for a really expensive therapy session, but for free. So yeah, fine. let's We're get good. started. Ooh. Oh, I'm a bit nervous. Got like clammy hands. The first question is, when did you first get anxiety in your business and outside of your business? So in your normal life? Um, ooh, uh, I think I've always struggled with anxiety when I really first noticed I had it I was about 15 um and I had paranoia I had like anxiety and paranoia for a while I don't have paranoia anymore but that was the way my anxiety used to come through so I remember like being on the bus going to school and like getting on the bus and just thinking everybody was staring at me um and that I later found out more translated to like social anxiety which I up until actually having my business really struggled with um but yeah I would say from like the age of 15 I knew what anxiety was I've always felt this way but I guess like well I got diagnosed when I was 15 and that's that's kind of when I I knew that I had anxiety and paranoia and then both of those kind of mixed into the social anxiety um business wise and I started getting business anxiety which is a very real thing um I'd say after like 
four months of having my business so like when the excitement calmed down and it was like okay shit I've left my corporate job this is like a real thing I have to start paying for myself I have like a dog to provide for like when all the like initial excitement of starting a business went and then I realized it was actually a business that is going to be my business forever that's when the business anxiety started and it hasn't really gone anywhere since <laughs> to be honest um but what about you mm -hmm. my personal anxiety probably started around the same age like 15 um i don't really know where it came from like yeah i've always like been all right like just a bubbly person um yeah i can't really remember i mean like i had something very like traumatic happen when I was like 14 I think or maybe mm. 15 so probably that <laughs> um, <laughs> but like that took me a long time to get over it I'm not going to go into like what happened and stuff no. but yeah that took me a long time to get over it and then after I got over it that's when anxiety started yeah um, and I just remember being maybe like 16 17 and like being with my family in this place we used to go and I just sat there and like where I'd usually feel fine and like really happy and stuff. And I just felt like I had tears in my eyes. Yeah. That's such a bizarre thing for me because it was like, why do I want to cry though? Why do I want to like leave? And like, I remember going into the toilet and I was like, just sat there and I was like, I don't want to go back out there. And it was like, I'm with like all my favorite people. Like what is wrong with me? And that would cause like a lot of frustration for me because it was like, why do I feel like that? I don't want to yeah. feel like that um and there were no sort of like accepting it but then it sort of came and went like in phases like and then like, when I were 18 it were all right when I were 19 it were like yeah um and then when I started my business everything was fine until I had like a few like not nice clients and that sort of like that were a big trigger for me yeah um and that like really stayed with me for a good few years. And I used to really worry when I used to take new clients on, would they be weird? You know, like, mm -hmm. would they complain? Like, would they make it awkward for me? And then when we went into lockdown and I started my brand, I'd never really had time to be anxious about that. It was like, and even now I, I could think all the things what you've just said, like, how do I, am I going to pay my bills? I'm going to do this. I don't even think about that now. It's weird. Like, I just know that I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> And like, sometimes I look at like how much I've got coming out each month and how much I've got going in. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. But then I think, oh no, I've got to do this big expensive order with lashes and I've got to buy tweezers. And like, that can sometimes get me a bit anxious, but then deep down, I just know that I'll always be all right. That's it. Like, it's not like granddad always says, like, it's not going to kill you like everything will be okay and Jonathan actually always says to me everything will be okay because it has to be um so I do like I like that but I do think one thing that I was quite angry like when I first realized I had like really bad business anxiety and I, I remember being really angry with my family because when I first started my business everyone was like go for it it's the most amazing thing you're ever going to do which it was it really was and I've really grown as a person from it and everything else but nobody told me about business anxiety and then I remember I had an awful day I can't remember what it was now I actually think I've like emotionally blocked out of my mind but I had an awful business day and I could not stop crying and then I was going over to my mum and my stepdad's for dinner 
with my little sister and my stepdad who also has a business was like what's wrong and I was like does this feeling like ever go away like I can't I feel like I can't breathe I feel like I'm drowning and he was like no never I've had my business for like 15 years and I worry every day that it's going to go tomorrow and I was like why didn't none of you tell me about this like and then I rung my granddad and my granddad was like oh yeah like that's here for life like and I was like are you joking me like why did nobody warn me and then my mum was like oh yeah like I like physically can't cope with my business like every day but you just like you manage it and you just you end up just doing it every day but every day you feel like you're going to lose it but you don't and then you have another day and I was like where was the like pre-warning like we all know I have anxiety like what nobody warned me for that so I do think like you have to kind of be aware that you might like get anxiety from having a business if you don't already but you're definitely if you do already struggle with anxiety like running your own business comes with like its own set of anxiety it does but I think for me personally like having my business especially like the product business Mm -hmm. where I really had to focus on being a personality online and like just simple things like speaking yeah (laughs) like and like I don't know selling stuff online and like I don't know but I think all of that has brought me to like a better place and I know I could like go on like have an interview now and I'd be fine like I yeah. can talk freely about anything I want I can do like a master class I can do all sorts but I think before my business if someone said like right go on Instagram this many people are going to view your story and say this I would have just crumbled yeah but because of my business uh it's given me like a set of skills what I've had to really work hard on yeah I would say like my social anxiety is like 90% cured um because of my business because I've had to step out of my comfort zones like there was a point kind of brings us on to the next question which is like when it was at its worst but like for me I remember like before lockdown probably before I met Jonathan um I my anxiety my social anxiety was at its worst so I couldn't basically any scenario where I would be having to do something (laughs) that involved leaving the house my brain would automatically jump to like worst case scenario what could happen and it got to the point where I couldn't go and get petrol by myself because what if I couldn't open my petrol cap and then what if my car declined in the petrol station and what if I forgot and what if I slipped over and and it got to the point where I physically would not get petrol by myself I had to make sure that somebody was in the car with me when I got petrol and then I nine times out of ten make them go and get the petrol for me and I when I was at my corporate job would park like 10 minutes away from work and then would walk in and I couldn't walk in by myself I would rather call in sick than walk into work by myself because I didn't want people to think I was alone and like or I I don't know like what it was it was really really bad but having my business you were a stranger to me like this time what 18 months ago like all of my clients were strangers to me at some point and now I'm going to you know I'm getting the train for four hours to Sheffield and I'm driving two hours to Milton Keynes for another client and I'm meeting all these people and I'm speaking on stories every day so I kind of like don't really have a choice like to have social anxiety anymore because I wouldn't be able to run the type of business that I have now with it and to the point where now I go and do the food shop by myself like I couldn't even walk into town by myself like now I go and take my dates like seven days out and I'll go and do the food shop by myself and I'll do all these things and I don't even think twice about them but that 
if you'd have told me I could do that like two two and a half years ago I would have sent me into like an overdrive and I would have had a panic attack and I wouldn't have left the house for days so yeah I do think as much as there is like business anxiety it can also help you grow as a person you kind of almost need to like lean into your anxiety and channel it in another way yeah you do that's right um I'm still a bit anxious like outside of business like mm. if I'm at a restaurant or something like so like most of the time when I'm with Naomi in a restaurant yeah like I'll say to Naomi like oh ask him for this sauce and she's like you do it and I'm like no you do it or like if we're walking first I'm like you walk in first like little things like that yeah like or that. like you ask like if there's yeah. like, something in the shop that I need to find and like I can't find it I'm like oh Jonathan would you be yeah. able to go and ask that person yeah but I can live with that I, I also sometimes think like that is quite normal like a lot of people really make anxiety like this really dramatic thing but it's quite normal to not like to like ring the GP or like ring for a takeaway like I out of choice would much rather like order something online than really ring a takeaway <laughs> and things like that but I think that's quite normal and that's like I think to a certain extent everybody has like a little bit of anxiety um and I think for me it's about like looking at is it like severe anxiety or is it just like something that I don't really like doing? I can ring takeaway fine. Can you? Nothing gets in between me and my food. <laughs> See, I, I can't. That is, and like, I mean, I swear to God, GP surgeries make you feel like shit every time you ring them anyway. But I, when I ring the GP, I'm like, um, hello, could I possibly have an appointment, please? Like, I like can't do it. Like, I get stage fright, which shocking because i can't stop talking on a normal basis um but yeah i think as time goes on your business will just challenge you in ways where you know you've got to do some stuff what you don't really want to do and, yeah. you'll do it and you will feel better for it like i'm really happy with like how i am now yeah this is like five years ago and i know i can do a lot more things now mm -hmm. um, and it's because of my business it has done that most of it so, yeah when yeah. would you say is like your worst time like when were you at your worst with anxiety um probably when um so in, at the end of 2020 mm -hmm. beautiful nana nana joan who is no longer with me today um, she was diagnosed with cancer at the end of 2020 and I was like so so close to my nana you know how close yeah, I was you were um oh I'm gonna start crying <laughs> Thank. Fine. um so yeah we were really really close and like that sort of I lived in like a bubble before that it was like I just always thought like everything would be fine and yeah. like just never really thought about anything serious and when that happened that sort of like that was like a wake-up call for me we're like like people this does happen like this can yeah. happen to you um and I think that brought me a lot of anxiety so like maybe through to before summer of 2021 to like last year um and that like brought me a lot of just worry like always worrying um so yeah through to like the summer um she was very poorly and she passed on at the end of October and I always I thought like because I knew it would come in 
I knew it, but I didn't. And I thought like, I always said to myself like, oh, I can't imagine like when the time comes when I lose my nan, I'm like, that is going to be so difficult. I just knew it in my head, like I weren't going to leave house. I was going to put my business on a pause. Mm. And when it happened, um, I probably had like two days of doing that. And then like something just came over me and it was just like, I don't know, it was just like, get your shit together, Nathan. And I've just like, I've been fine ever since and it's been like eight months now and like, I've just like, I don't know, them two days, like, I felt so, so alone, like, obviously I was so heartbroken. Yeah. But just something changed, and I think I, I said to myself, like, my nana wouldn't want me to put everything on pause, what I've been working yeah. my ass off all this time for. She'd like. be telling you to, like, pull yourself together and, like, ripping you to absolute shreds. Yeah, she would. Yeah. I've just always had that mindset ever since, and, like, Obviously, it's still really sad to think about, and obviously, I miss her as well. Mm. But I just know, like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and like, nothing is gonna stop me from getting what I want. And that mindset has really helped with that bad anxiety I had yeah. like, the year before. Um, like, it's like I don't have it nowhere near as bad as what I used to. Yeah, I know what you mean. On like. God, this is getting really morbid now. I feel like I'm going to cry. On like that subject. So when I was 16, my sister passed away. And um, I don't know, there's nothing like a bit of death to like really shove you up the arse. (laughs) But I um, have always like, I know it sounds awful, but like in the back of my mind been like, it could be worse. I could be in her position. Um, But she was severely disabled. She passed away when she was 10. And she was fairly disabled and everything else. And so in in my mind, I've kind of used like, I mean, she is kind of like the reason why I am the way I am, because I want to live my life almost like for her because she can't. So when I do get anxious, I almost have to sit there and I say to myself, like, it's a luxury that I get to feel this anxiety because it means I can push myself out of my comfort zone, which is something that she couldn't do oh god I've never like spoken about this before I really like that I really like that I've never heard that before um so yeah I really because I do I had well I used to really struggle with with anxiety so yeah I do sit there and say like it's a luxury that I get to feel this way because yeah it means that I can push myself and I can go to that next level and she unfortunately couldn't so she's kind of like my motivation to pull myself together like I literally will say to Jonathan like I know she's telling me to like pull myself together and like stop being silly so I guess like she is like my saving grace for a lot of what I do and I think there is an element of like no matter how bad you feel like somebody else has got it worse off and unfortunately but also fortunately I had someone very close to me that had it probably worse off than anyone I've ever met in my life so I'm almost like oh my god like what you're crying about things that are so trivial and that does like help me like wherever she is or like how you know in any form that she comes to me whether it's like as a spirit or like in my mind or whatever like she is somewhere telling me like could be where she could be me like yeah. and then I instantly am like at least I only have anxiety to worry about mm. that's do you know what that's a really good way to cope with that mm. I've never thought about that like the luxury of anxiety I've never ever thought of it like that but 
it makes sense it and... does you've got to look at it as like a positive that like that's the worst thing you're dealing with then what a luxury for you yeah because with yeah. anxiety like the whole reason we have anxiety is because our brain cannot cope with whatever we're going through at, at that time and it's literally like a chemical imbalance explosion of like ifs and buts but like how nice that we can be in a position where we can be challenged and we can like channel that anxiety to better ourselves and better our businesses and everything else like if like the worst case scenario with anxiety is that you're going to learn to cope with it and then you're going to be a better person like I don't think that do you know what I mean like that's a really good thing to go through so as difficult as anxiety is at the time whether you have like a panic attack and anxiety attack or you know you're just down or crying whatever it might be that is only going to make you a better person in the long run yeah whereas other people deal with things where they're poorly for other reasons and worse things can happen so yeah that's that's like how I cope with it and like it it does really help me actually um it's not always the case but a lot of time I'll say to myself well the things I was stressing about this time last year now I can laugh about yeah and I, I always think that so like the things I'm stressing about now I hope so in a year's time I can think oh that's nothing now like my problems just get bigger yeah. and bigger and I've just learned to like accept that and Do I mean it's um... like the five minute rule have, have I told you about this have you, like the five five rule Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is a granddad thing. Yeah. He always says to me, if it's not gonna matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it. But I do genuinely to the point where I'll take five minutes where I'll push myself away from the chair and like I'll scream into a pillow and I'll be so angry and I'll probably text you or my granddad or someone and be like, I'm so annoyed about this. <laughs> and then my five minutes up and I'm like poodling <laughs> on with my day like everything's fine and if it is going to matter in five years which realistically is anything mm. then you know I might give myself an extra five minutes but mm. when when you like force yourself into that like headspace that really does help me yeah it does and um, that's a good rule to live by actually yeah um yeah I think as time goes on like problems get bigger and like worse mm -hmm. but after every problem you sort of become stronger as well um, yeah definitely I've like experienced things in my life and in my business and at the time I thought they were the worst thing in the world and I thought I'm gonna lose everything I'm gonna lose my business blah 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 but after you I think like the number one thing is letting yourself feel that way like something that I have really struggled with because I've experienced loss and difficult things in my life. I, as a general rule of thumb and as a person, I mean, you probably tell from this podcast, I'm very much like a, everything is so great all the time. And even when it's not good, like I'll have a breakdown and it'll be annoying, but like everything's still fine. And I think that was like a real coping mechanism for me for so long because I'd everything had to be fine for me and but to the point where I'd make myself ill over it whereas now like I'd say in the past really since having my business I've learned to like just if I'm feeling a certain way like let myself feel that way like it's important to let yourself have these like anxious moments and these down moments and everything else and I've not once experienced something that hasn't made me a better person even though at the time it made me it was like the worst thing in the world like when I've lost you know a client like the client that I spoke about on the first episode at the time I was like this is the worst thing in the world for me 
Um, but the next day I was like, this is probably the best thing that's happened to my business. Yeah, I, I think about stuff like that a lot as well. Like when something bad happens and I've learned this from lockdown as well. Um, like that was a very, very low point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned from that, that just because something's bad now doesn't mean that it's going to be bad. Everything is temporary. Yeah. And like when I look back now, so that time in lockdown where I pretty much lost all my independence, I had nothing to my name, like I lost all my money. Like even though that was so stressful and yeah. my anxiety were like fruit roof at that time, like that were a very low point. I look at it now and I'm like, I'm so glad that happened. Like that really gave me a kick up the arse what I needed. Yeah. And like, pushed me into doing better things with my business and just like me in general, like with my life. So I try and think that now, like when something shitty happens, I just think like, I just pray that in a few months I can look back and think, I'm glad this happened. Yeah. And most of the time I can. Like, well, like I said at the beginning, like everything will be okay in the end because it has to be. And what feels like the worst thing in the world that could ever happen to you at that particular time will, and I can almost guarantee it, make you a better person if you learn from it like I think I've said this to you before oh my god I'm chucking out granddad's knowledge today (laughs) everything is either a success or a lesson nothing is ever a mistake and that is something else that I really live by as well so at the time something like if I lost a client for example at the time I think it's the worst thing in the world but then I I look back and I think well it wasn't it wasn't a mistake me working with them even if they were like not a great client because I've learned this and I've learned that and I know how to do this and that differently so I think again if you look at things from that point of view that does automatically help with my anxiety because even if it feels like the worst moment in the world to me I know that like because I know myself in a couple of hours I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be like right okay so what can I do differently and what did I learn from this and I end up dissecting the problem so it's not a problem and it's not a mistake anymore it's just like a life lesson and I can implement that into like the future wise words i am pretty wise actually (laughs) i'm definitely my granddad's granddaughter like we are the same person and all my family will say it but yeah i maybe i should start therapy sessions Mm. that'd be good yeah i mean i'd say i'd pay for that but i get it for free you get it but you'll always get it for free so don't even (laughs) worry (laughs) um (laughs) shall we talk about like triggers like what triggers are anxiety so mine definitely, I hope my mum's not going to listen to this. My, I have had a not so stable relationship with my mother growing up and I won't go into that and we're absolutely fine now and everything is great. Um, however, off the back of that, I have actually been diagnosed in lockdown with high functioning PTSD as a result of that relationship, previous relationship. So for me, my triggers are like abandonment and like social acceptance. Um, I feel any time. So, for example, if a client is to leave me, even if I know that it's the best thing and I didn't want to work with them anyway and they were the worst person in the world, I like revert back to my like inner child because of the issues I've had in my childhood. And it just really triggers my anxiety because it makes me think that like people don't like me and people that are meant to like me like don't like me and like everybody's going to leave me and everybody's going to leave my life and and everything else so working with clients is probably not like 
the best thing for me but actually it has helped me um deal with that a lot more and I don't don't I'm not nearly as bad as I used to be but um yeah that's definitely a trigger for me in life and business is just I just want to be loved and I want people to stay with me forever and if they don't then I'm like right that's it like it's a problem with me um business huh that is I say that literally every day all businesses are cancelled <laughs> like I do every day I'm like right I'm packing up my business like I can't I can't cope but my way of coping with that is that I do just take on long-term clients and when I sign a contract with somebody it is on the basis that it is long-term and we are going to be working together long-term because that's the way social media works but also to help me in my business so I've been really lucky to be able to mold a business around my anxieties and like help them um but yeah that's definitely like a big trigger for me in in life and business and I'm constantly conflicted by me as a person now I think I'm great and I think I'm a really nice person so I don't care what anyone thinks about me or think but then me with PTSD is like please don't leave me mm-hmm. so yeah. I have a constant like inner confliction with myself where I'm like I don't care but like I really fucking care mm. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's sort of like the reality of stuff versus what you tell yourself. Yeah. Um. But I just think as time goes on, we like get stronger and more um more assured. Is that the right self assured? Yeah. Assured, more self assured. Yes. Um. And yeah, just you know your value. You know you can run your business yeah really good at it um but it's difficult like if someone with a new business messaged me and well I've got really bad anxiety and my business is like like I'm really struggling with it and stuff I don't know what really what I'd said to them other than like you've just got to stick it out I am like very honest with people when people say to me like I have a lot of friends that want to start a business and I have one particular friend that actually still works at at my old corporate job and she really wants to start a business and she's like oh you really like you know I can just do what I want when I want and I'm like I think for me when it comes to having anxiety and running a business and if somebody were to ask me advice and they do I do just say like just be mindful of the fact that there are different struggles with running a business that like you have never experienced before and it I feel like the first like year of having a business is definitely the hardest and then you get more settled into it and more confident and you know you have those anxieties but then like we say you can start channeling them into into your business but I definitely think that's why like a lot of businesses don't make it past the first year or or two years because people just can't deal with the anxiety that comes with running a business i think as well um social media like you might see businesses on social media think everything's perfect like they've got this many followers they get this many orders they get this many clients whatever yeah but you don't see like all the shit parts like no. and that's one thing i said this in last episode like with my instagram i really tried to show the bits what I've found difficult and what have stressed me out like yeah things where I've lost a lot of money or like something's gone wrong and I am very transparent and um I didn't go into business thinking like everything was going to be perfect but I know and I follow people who like come across as that on their Instagram where like their business is just perfect there's not one issue yeah. and I think some people 
fall into that sort of like, oh, well, they can do it, I can do it. And that might be right, but don't think that person has got it easier because no. every business has got struggles. Exactly. And also struggles and anxieties like relative to you as a person. So what I might have like an absolute breakdown over, you might be like, is that it? Like, what yeah, are you crying about? Like, yeah, exactly. Like things are, are relative to you as a person and you know your triggers and your anxiety. And I think that's something to bear in mind. Like, you know, you might have the exact same issue, but like let's say engagement on Instagram might be really low. The way you deal with it and the way it triggers your anxiety would be completely different to me. So if my engagement was low, I'd be like, people don't like me, people are gonna start unfollowing me. It's just like my mum, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. If, if and that would be my trigger and, and my anxiety but if engagement is low for you you're like why is that happening like what do I need to do to change that to bring that back like why what's going on so it's the it, different things trigger different people differently how yeah. many times can I say different um and I think that's worth bearing in mind and also there is like a whole science about social media which is that people post when they're happy and they scroll when they're sad mm. um and that is true um it's like actually like a marketing science and like a marketing tactic and you know helps with sales and whatever which we can go into in another one but just from like an anxiety point of view of course I'm going to post the best bits of my weekend I'm not going to post the part where you know my stomach condition flared up and I was on the toilet all night and I was really ill no I'm going to post the cute picture of me Jonathan and Reggie that I took an hour before I was on the toilet all night like yeah. that just is the way our, our brains are programmed um so I I don't know. Social media is a funny one. I actually really don't like social media. Mm, I for don't. A social media manager. Yeah, I don't have like personal social media. I mean, I do, but I don't post. And... I don't even have a profile picture. No, I'm very, very. Like, if I could have what I have now with my business and not have Instagram, I would delete Instagram. Yeah. Like all the followers and likes, comments. It's nice, but it's not everything like the, it's funny that you mentioning engagement like that used to be a big trigger for me actually like yeah, I used yeah. to think like if a certain post didn't do well it were like oh like do people not like is that last set shit or like whatever yeah. and whereas I just I think I just grew to just accept it it is where it is and like now I'm fine like if a post doesn't do well like I do say like oh this post ain't done as well but then I don't about it and just no <laughs> not in the way that you used to but that all comes from like channeling your anxiety and that's what I mean about like having anxiety as a luxury because with anxiety comes betterment so you've got that anxiety you know that that's a trigger for you but you're able to better yourself off the back of it and like that's what you've done that's a good slogan that for your t-shirts and jumpers oh thanks anxiety is a luxury anxiety is a luxury because it brings betterment yeah with anxiety comes betterment mm. it adds character <laughs> do you know what i mean like i've got a little bit of spice to me yeah. <laughs> i've got like me and um my friend we always say like we've got a little bit of zest and yeah. then if we have if we're feeling anxiety we're like i'm feeling a little bit zesty today mm. so you embrace it aren't you yeah you have and also i think it it's like more personable like I've never had as many DMs as I do when I go on and I say like, oh, you know, I'm having an anxious day or anything like that. Or like, does anyone else experience that? I think it's really nice to build a community on social media that 
you know, people can come to you if they're feeling anxious. And I get girls all the time that message me like, oh my God, I want what you have. And I might get that when I'm like on the toilet with my stomach condition, having anxiety because I haven't finished my client work for the day, feeling really bad. So I think you might look at someone on face value and be like, wow, I want what you have, what you have, but like, you really, you really don't know what's going on. I've got another uh, nugget of goodness from David from good old granddad. This is another one and it's really true about social media and it's really helped my anxiety. He says, um, hating someone or feeling anxious or like envious of someone is like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to get hurt from it. Mm. And that again has really helped my anxiety. Like me looking at other people and thinking, I want what you have is only going to make me anxious. It's not going to affect them. They don't know I'm feeling like that. That's a really, really good saying. It is. I, I really told you, David is brilliant. <laughs> but yeah. it is really true. And when again, when you look at it from that point of view, like I, especially when I started my business, would be like, why have they got more followers than me? Blah, blah, blah. They don't have a clue I'm feeling like that. It's only me it's affecting. It's only my anxiety that's being triggered. They're going about their day, living their life, maybe feeling anxious too, but definitely not anything to do with me. Um, so yeah, like that, again, helps me with my anxiety, just knowing that like, I almost need to like, just zone in on the anxiety take a step back and just focus on yourself yeah stay on your own lane like don't busy yourself like there's a saying isn't there where people say like not my monkey not my circus like and that it's that whole thing where it's like don't busy yourself with other people's businesses and thoughts and anxiety and everything else like why would you do that like stay in what I've noticed with you, you've got a lot of good sayings, but you always forget one. What? That's business, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that, do you know what? That saying actually really helped me. When I lost my mojo and then I needed to get a little bit sassy, I that that that's business, bitches, actually really helped me because it's like sometimes, again, it's like that. Is it anxiety or is it just someone being a twat that's annoyed me? Like, that's the other thing like sometimes when you have struggled with anxiety before you really need to like differentiate between is this triggering my anxiety or is this person just pissing me off (laughs) and there is a big difference and sometimes I'm not anxious it's just business bitches I said it to my mum the other day I was stressing about something and then I just zoned out and they were like that's business bitches (laughs) (laughs) what did you say you're just like yeah (laughs) But what, what can you say to that? It's just I know, it is. And like, God, you if you really took everything serious, like and stressed about every negative thing, what happens to your day, like, oh my God, you just won't be able to get out of bed. No. So no, sometimes you just gotta take it as that's business bitches and just move on. Yeah. But I do believe that time does allow you that um it does allow you to be grateful for them bad things what happened yeah it definitely does. but at some point so that brings us to the end i'm not sure if this is a particularly long one but it's definitely <laughs> an emotional one for both of us um but we hope that this has helped i think it will have i think it really will have been like you know like 
we are funny people and like we are we like to have a laugh but there are things like what no one really talks about in yeah, like and there's also a reason why like we are the way that we are like yeah. you know a lot of people say like how have you got so confident how have you done this a lot of it is is like past trauma and anxiety and things like that that give you no other option like it's like we said before like i had no other option this had to be a success for me yeah and, and i think that's why we wanted to do this episode because there will be people out there who do want to do things what you've done or things what i've done yeah. but we'll have struggles like what we have had and this is us saying you can still go for it you can still do it yeah. anything is achievable like any of your like role models or anything like that or anybody that you look up to would have been told no a thousand times would have probably had a million anxiety attacks like whatever else like i am a strong believer in anybody can do whatever they want like anxiety or not but i think it is just bottom line with anxiety it's just like how you channel it yeah i agree yeah Uh, we're gonna go and cry now (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening guys if you made it this far i actually like this episode yeah Um, we're gonna do another one aren't we on like disabilities and like health conditions and having a business because i've got a health condition i know you've (laughs) (laughs) i need a health condition get on quick yeah I'll have to um, self diagnose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll Bye, see guys. you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>